Hey, what's up? If you're seeing this, you're most likely watching the podcast replay. Um, before we get started and while we wait for people to join, I just want to remind you guys to check out um, Crypto Caribbean's page at crypto underscore Caribbean on Instagram. That's where we share all the news, views, reviews and events. We give away a ton of stuff over there as well. Also, you guys, if you want to continue the conversation past the live, feel free to hit the link in my bio where you can join the official podcast telegram group right um now is the time we're gonna get into it as i see one or two people start tend to join the live so let's go good afternoon good evening and good night i am illuminati and this is a little different this week this is the crypto and coke podcast as always you know i'm excited to share a drink with you guys as we seek to demystify the often cryptic world of cryptocurrency i am extremely excited for this evening's show because the reason why i'm having coke tonight as compared to my regular drink is because we have the amazing talented young woman miss diana sinclair coming on to the show tonight to have a chat with us uh, for you guys who don't know diana as yet because if you don't know you surely will know her shortly diana is a 17 year old virtual artist and curator and most recently she has curated the digital diaspora art expo in new york um, where she worked with the Super Chief. She was also um, recently featured on Fortune Magazine, top nifty, top 50 most influential people in the NFT space. She was also featured on Teen Vogue and some other publications, but I'll give her the opportunity to fully introduce herself. Gets on. And she is coming in right now, actually. Hello. How are you? I am well. How are you? I'm okay. I had a really busy day. Um, I a documentary is actually following me around today. So dope. <laughs> well, you know, I'm super thankful that you've decided to make time for us. Oh, um, I kept telling them I was like, I gotta go at eight. <laughs> They're actually like outside, and they kind of want to record this as well. <laughs> You know, stumbling around off screen. They're not here yet. They they went outside, but um Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean they, they could they could fall in whenever. <laughs> and I know and I know and I know your time is busy, so no. we're not gonna keep you too long. You know, you know I love my people, you know? Yeah, for sure, for sure. <laughs> so introduce yourself for the people. Let them know, you know, a little bit about all the amazing things you've had and done in this long, long life you've had so <laughs> far. <laughs> Hardly. Um I feel like you gave me such a great intro. Um, I'm Diana, I'm 17, I am an artist. I do, you know, all types of visual artwork from like painting to photography, videography, film, all those sorts of things. Uh, and recently because of NFTs and that whole space, I got into the like curation aspect of, you know, the whole, so, like you mentioned, I curated the Digital Diaspora, and that was a like fundraiser show um, 
with tons of like really talented black artists in the space. And we also, um, we also had it shown in New York City, like a really beautiful um, like display. And so many came out to, they, they flew out. We had somebody from the Bahamas, Stefan, if you know Stefan, Stefan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bahamas, yeah, to come out. Um, so it was really, really dope. Um, and then from that, like, like I said, I was like in Teen Vogue, I was on the Fortune Nifty 50 list. Um, now I have, I'm in a- in you, a you, you, You've been on the, the Observer. The Observer, um, The Guardian, yeah, all the, all the really cool places. Yeah. The Astro was actually featured in Hypebeast, which was really cool as well. Dope. So yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Long list of really, really cool things. Um, and, and, and I'm so happy that you've decided to take some time out from that schedule to touch base with us here at Crypto and C. We'll call it Crypto and C today. I had like a coke I was drinking one like a few minutes <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure you'll get somebody to bring it in for you shortly <laughs> but so our show is basically well majorly focused on the Caribbean space so tell us a little bit about your background and you know how you're connected to the Caribbean space well my mom is Bayesian yeah also German but she is more connected to the Bayesian side of herself. So she would, you know, go spend her summers in Barbados. Um, and my dad's Panamanian. So right. unfortunately, I do not speak Spanish because he didn't speak it to me while up here <laughs> between um, Panama and up here, like growing up. And, right. you know, we used to go, we used to go down there quite a bit when I was younger, um, like a baby. But that's, right. um, <laughs> I need to visit soon. I've not been like in any of like my conscious years, you know, yeah. I mean? so hopefully. Yeah, it's a whole different experience when you're able to do it as, you know, a fairly more functional. Um, <laughs> so I, going on, so I'm on the beach. Yeah, <laughs> so soon. Um, I know that we were thinking about hopefully like trying to make a trip to Barbados um, in October or something like that. So fingers crossed it actually happens. Fingers crossed. I mean, I might, I might catch you on the beach. Fingers oh. crossed. Yeah. Oh, wait, you go to bar you go to Ben? Um, I haven't been since what? Uh, two thousand and maybe oof, it's been a while. Maybe two thousand thirteen was the last time I've been. That's super um I was actually I actually uh passed through Panama in twenty nineteen. That was one of my last trips before I before COVID hit. Really? Yeah. yeah. Like I and what's cool about the NFT space is I've met a lot of artists from those places, so I like have yeah. a direct connection. So sometimes like they'll send me pictures and things. I'm like, Can yeah, I mean that's definitely that's definitely one of the things that I love about the the crypto space on a whole. You know, just how interactive it is, how easy it is to connect with people. You know, like our connection um, through the Curifty group. You know, big up to Anya and Wyatt and Day and what they're doing with Curifty. That's an amazing project. Yeah, I feel so out of touch there. Like, I have so many apps <laughs> and like what I least use. And every time I go back to that group chat, I just see like 500 plus messages. I'm like, oh god, no, I can't. But I met Anya on and Wyatt recently, and they're really right. cool. that they're coming out with um, down there. Like, are sick. So I'm really, I'm really excited for when those are going to be released too. And like from. Yeah projects from the Caribbean that like make its way onto the blockchain. 
Yeah, for sure, for sure. So tell us a little bit about the digital diaspora and what, and what you did with that. So that kind of came out of seeing that artists were not receiving the same opportunity for recognition in the space, um, whether that be from the curation on platforms or just the number of collectors that they had or the prices at which they were being sold at. Um, so I felt like, you know, what I was trying to do really is I was onboarding a lot of Black women. Right. You know, like doing educational, you know, talks or things like that um, with one of my good friends, Lauren Washington, who's another photographer in the space. Um, and those were going really well. Then it kind of like spiraled into actually being able to help like materially by right. giving out like actual foundation invites. So I actually right. from foundation from other artists who kind of like just flooded me with invitations to give out to these black women that I was onboarding. Um, but obviously like there's this bigger thing that was going on that be helped. Um, obviously it still hasn't been, but it was one step. So um, I felt like a great way to show off the talent that's in the space was to do like a, like a big blowout show, which I feel like we definitely achieved. So we had like a physical event space that was showing off some of these like amazing black artists that were minting NFTs across like many different types of media. So we had photographers, we had illustrators and 3D artists and, you know, like just all these different um, like artistic, you know, artistic, uh, we also had some- Professionals, yeah. Oh yeah, but um, I was I was thinking like collaborations as well because we right. had we had like two collaborations in there which were really cool and like one of them like I gave some videos that I took to like my friend X who's a generative artist from Panama and she created like this amazing thing um, so it's like a mix of performance art and video and generative art so it's really cool um, so that you know that's like how that came about and also trying to raise money for causes that help like in the crypto space and outside of it. Uh, so, you know, we were able to achieve all of that. And I think, you know, all the pieces sold very quickly and the auctions were really exciting. So um, I think, I think though, that that's like the first step of many that, you know, yeah. that need to happen. It's, it's not, it was not the solve yeah. for parity that you see within the space, but um, it was, it was a really great step to like showing off talent and, one of the biggest things, you know, of that show, like the biggest focus was giving the artists in it like a spotlight and like a little bit of boost. Um, yeah, which for sure. And then, you know, afterwards they got like really cool opportunities, like, you know, places reaching out to them and yeah. trying, you know, going for them, so. <laughs> I mean, one, one of the things that I really love about, you know, that project that you did with the digital diaspora and the NFT space as a whole, what it allows for is, artists to support artists, you know? So whether you're, you know, physically in the same space, like in New York or LA or wherever, or you're from, you're in Panama or you're in the Bahamas or Barbados or in Trinidad and Tobago, artists are able to, you know, support each other, you know, go get each other's art. You know, if, if I like something that another artist is doing, you know, connect with them, do mm -hmm. a collaboration as you alluded to, you know, and I think that's an amazing step for the space because now these people get featured in markets that they wouldn't normally be able to access. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that, so for sure. Yeah. And 
yeah, being able to collaborate with people. It's funny, I had to speak about this on the documentary earlier, but I was like a lot younger. I had joined these two apps and it was like digital art apps. So I actually was able to meet like artists from all over the place. Um, and you can come in. Cool. Hey there. Yeah, it's got a rider here. It's the documentary. Um, yeah. What's up guys? Okay, you want to say hi? Yeah. Okay, cool. What's up, Instagram? <laughs> What's up, guys? What up, documentary guys? <laughs> uh, we're, uh, we're the People's TV crew. I'm Nick. This is Ryder. We're making a documentary about NFT artists. None more, none more amazing than Diana Sinclair here. For sure. Aww. I mean, I'm, I'm right there with you guys on that. I think she is <laughs> the real deal. And it's so amazing that she's come into her powers so early in her life. Aww. Oh, thanks. It's, you got a lot of support, big community around you. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. That's why I'm so excited to do this. Um, so, yeah, no, it's great to collaborate with people, like, all all over the place. And I feel like now I have, like I said before, like, a little bit more, like, I always had a reason, but now, like, okay, yeah, if I go to Panama, I can see X, you know, or yeah. in, if I go to Germany, I'm going to, you know, go see Max or things like that. So, um, yeah, it's, it's tied things together. Um, like my connections to where I'm yeah. from. Um, and oh, what I was talking about before with the apps is I would, I would, you know, when I was younger, I was like 12 or something, I, would, I had these two apps and it was kind of like drawing these characters and <laughs> use those characters for like role plays or things like that. Yeah. Um, a lot of them were based off of the Warrior Clan books. <laughs> if you've ever heard of those, they're like, you know, cat warriors. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so, so I have a 15 year old, so, so yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, so like we would draw like these cats or like this is you know silver paw or whatever um, but that was like the start of meeting people all over the place and collaborating digitally so like if I made a character I did a sketch then I would like send it over to somebody and they would like do the liner and things like that we would do that so this is like now like the <laughs> the adult version of that but there's still <laughs> that excitement which is really cool like seeing artists that are older like being able like I said before like many times like being able to print being able to eat and kind of just collaborate with people and be free is really really amazing but let me ask you a question i mean i understand your your personal passion for art and the creative space but what inspired you especially at this age to take it upon yourself to go out and not just wait for something to happen but actually put things in place yourself and and start driving that movement that's a hard question because I just kind of feel like that's just how I am. <laughs> like, um, it's, I, I realized kind of early and that was like from kind of some like darker things in life that if I needed something or if I wanted something that I would have to do it for myself and that needed to be the driving force behind that. Um, and there were some ways in which maybe that wasn't so good. There was like, you know, I was an athlete, so it's like, you know, if I wanted to do something or get to a certain, like, level, then I knew I had to, you know, nobody else was going to go put in the hour. Yeah. Um, like, same thing here. It's a little bit harder because, like, things are more subtle. Like, you know, getting a meeting with somebody is a lot more difficult than, you know, putting an extra hour. <laughs> yeah, because it's not only, you know, dependent on your efforts. Exactly, exactly. But at the same time, it's like, you also can't necessarily always depend on somebody else to get you that connection with that person you know it's like yeah. you in your work to doing those things and especially when i feel like there is somewhat of an immediate um 
immediate concern when it comes to black artists in the space. I do think that um, like the action that was needed was kind of like, okay, this has to happen now if it's going to happen at all. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I kind of do think like, <laughs> also sorry about that. My light is like messed up over there. So <laughs> that's why I keep splashing. Um, but yeah, yeah. And I, I think that obviously like it's gotten really well. Like one of my, one of my dreams was to always get in Teen Vogue and I always knew that I was going to work to do that. And I felt like when I saw the digital diaspora coming, like I said, you know, to the people that were helping with press and things like that, this is like something that needs to happen. We got to, <laughs> let's figure it out. Exactly. And I was like, you know, like, and the way when it happened, it was so like, it was the best way it could have happened. The interviewer was really cool and like really understood the passion behind like helping people. Yeah. And the actual like interview came out like I was just I couldn't be more like happy about the whole thing. So but again, like I had to be like big statement, like we've gotta make this happen. <laughs> yeah, I mean I I've I've binged um <laughs> quite a few of your interviews, you know, since since we connected. Um so definitely I've, you know, seen images of the digital diaspora. I mean, that has been, it was so, it, it was so well put together. Like, you know, it's, it's beyond what your expectations would be for not just a young person, but a, a first production. Like, we had, we I, I understand you had a team for sure. A lot towards Utopia. Like it came together. Like those people helped out a lot. Like it was not, I definitely did try to, like being an artist, of course, like I have somewhat of a like an aesthetic vision. Right. <laughs> this, like the the like it was my idea that like the the images should should bounce around like that right. stuff. Oh, like I was like, oh my god, wait, what if everything's like moving around, or at least it looks like that? And that was like one of the coolest things, like especially when you're in the space. Like if you turned around, saw it like over there, and then you know you would see the same piece. It's kind of hard to hold a conversation with a person. <laughs> Oh, look at that star and then they'd be like what star and then you know <laughs> but you know what's what's fun is that that is not something that you could have done with the traditional physical art yeah. but because it was absolutely. digital art you were able to really execute on that vision that you had absolutely and that's something that i've been speaking about as an artist like personally that um like i've been interested in film i've been interested in photography but like i've been like i'm also now like very interested in like video art but I think, like, without NFTs or without, like, a place like Super Chief Gallery, where would I, where would I show off my videos? <laughs> Approach, like, uh, a gallery and be like, hey, I have a GIF that I really like. You want to show it? Like, <laughs> I'll, um, especially now that I have, like, a really great relationship with Super Chief, like, they're really cool about, like, you know, like, oh, man, you know, I want to do a show like this or something yeah. like that. Like we're working on things now and I know that they're very supportive also of the work that I create. So it's cool yeah. to like, yeah, I have a really sick video and I want it in a show and they'll be like, all right, let's look at the roster, see like, you know, what we can do about that. <laughs> I see, I see, I see Stefan is in the, is in the chat talking about how incredible digital diaspora was. Oh, uh, Stefan is. Yeah. I can't see the chat anymore, strangely. Uh, yeah. But he was just, he was just, uh, you know, attesting to how incredible it looked. <laughs> Oh, it was, yeah, it was cool to meet Stefan. I, I, <laughs> Stefan got on the flight from the Bahamas, touched down, and came straight to the show with all of his luggage. <laughs> we had <laughs> Stefan in the back room. We we're like, Stefan, what are you doing? He comes in all happy, like, hey, guys. I'm um, so it was cool. 
but yeah, we, we had to find a, a safe place to um, talk all of that. <laughs> talk all of the yeah. I connected with Stefan um, through one of my other friends who is, you know, pretty heavily involved in the NFT space, um, Stephen Hadid Jr. Mm. Uh, he's doing some stuff with Anya on her new line. Oh, sick. Yeah, so I'm really excited to see what the finished product of that looks they like. Give me a sneak peek um, of, I think that they have some visual aspect of it. I'm not sure exactly. yeah. yeah going to be but the show me it was really 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 pretty so i'm yeah, I'm yeah he's, he, he's done some stuff he's done some st he's doing some stuff with bradley hart as well i don't okay. know if you're familiar with him um but yeah i mean one of the things that i love about the nft space as well is that there are so many different platforms that you can act use to access you know new markets so you know there's the ethereum network which everyone knows but there's also you know Tezos and Solana and, you know, mm -hmm. Binance Smart Chain and all of these different ones that, you know, even people who, you know, can't afford the gas prices on the Ethereum, which is, you know, the most popular, they still have an avenue to showcase um, their work. And now we see in you know, curators and, and exhib exhibitors in the traditional space getting into the NFT space. So like Sotheby's, um, is featuring tons every other month there or every other week they're featuring another digital artist so you know it's just kind of crazy to see how things are evolving with that space Absolutely. but but outside of art there are many other utilities for nfts and you are working on one such with the, the guys over at art basel so tell us a little bit about that yeah, that's actually, it's really interesting because I feel like it's allowing art to come into like more aspects of our world, which is cool because I mean like artists are the people that design the things you see on the subway or things like that. So it's cool to see how, like again, utility. Um, so this, I, I obviously it's been done before, but it's, maybe this is the first time it'll be done at Art Basel. But um, they, the, um, like one of the groups that's showing their scope is doing this thing um, with NFT minted tickets. So, and this will be my first like multi-edition piece, but right. they they had like quite a few artists, like maybe eight or something, um, which are all like huge contemporary artists. They're like, here I am, like, <laughs> <laughs> I, like I'm walking into this room feeling like, oh my God, you guys are kind of like giants in our world and then there's me, but um, I'm trying to keep my head high, you know, like I'm here for a reason. Um, for sure. <laughs> sometimes it's hard but um like I, I try to like keep keep that way um but they they're showcasing um artworks but they'll be selling them as like vip tickets to the event down there so you can like go on to like yellow heart or something and i think they're dropping september 9th and you can get um you know tickets to the event which is pretty cool so i created something it's not released yet i don't know when i'm gonna actually be able to release it but i had like quite a quite a time getting it done it's like a pretty um it's a pretty chaotic shoot <laughs> it included fire in a public place and hoping the cops weren't called at midnight so <laughs> <laughs> oh wow. i'm excited i'm excited to see that i you know i i'm actually pretty happy with it now that i'm like not so much anxious about like sending it to them and i've like yeah. looking back i'm like damn that was actually pretty cool and I, I showed it to stefan though and he he, he digged it a lot um, you know i i might i might <laughs> I might look at, you know, buying one of those tickets, you know, just, just to have it as a keepsake, you know, even if I can't attend, because I feel like this is something that is going to be 
major, you know, going forward, having been the first, you know, the first NFT tickets offered at an Art Basel, you know. I, it is. I think, I, I can't imagine that they did it last year since there wasn't like a show last year. I'm pretty right. sure um, But yeah, it's going to be pretty cool. And like I said, first multi-edition and it's actually going to be like pretty affordable. So I think it's like 200 tickets for like $150, which is like, yeah. I mean, my pieces recently have been selling for like 2000 like a thousand two thousand or something so yeah. it's a major like price point difference but i appreciate that it's for our puzzle because yeah. thinking about how do i do multi-editions properly you know i don't want to just like throw it out there and throw out a collection and not do it right or like yeah. not feel like i'm not maintaining the collection properly or things like that but i feel like this is a very solid way to put something out at like an affordable price yeah i'm, I'm really excited for it and, and i think that's another thing great value proposition for nfts you know where artists could really deliver quality work at scale um without having the additional cost proposition to producing that art mm -hmm. so you know you basically have to you know produce one and then you can mint a multi-collection a multi-edition collection yeah as compared to if it was like physical prints you'd have to get 200 prints done and there's a cost attached to each one of those prints or, you know, if it's canvas, you have to get 200 pieces of canvas, then you have to worry about shipping it to the people, you know, mm -hmm. how they're going to store it, they're going to have to figure out security, all these kind of things that are just built in to NFTs automatically. True. Yeah, I learned, it's funny, because people have been asking for prints from me for a long time. But it's part of that, the reason, because it's just like, oh, it's, you know, doing the thing and the stuff and the shipping is such a hassle. But what I really learned, like what you're saying, like the cost part of it, I learned that when, because um, I gave my collectors uh, the first photographs that I put out like, to print. I was excited to do it. This is actually um, one of them back here. Um, I, I was love lo loved doing it for them, but I was like, man, doing this like 200 times over? <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> Hell no. But I, I imagine I'll do it at some point, but maybe that I'll do that like when I have a full studio and hopefully a team. Yeah. Help me out. Yes. So, so next year, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know today i was actually like i'm actually looking for a permanent studio now which is pretty pretty cool like um i mean i, mean, I say permanent but i want i want to like rent out like a place because right. all my all my equipment is stuffed into my little my little closet right here you know just stuff there you know i've got a seamless in the dining room right a, a big art piece over there like this is not <laughs> this is not livable <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah you i think i think i think your 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 talent has outgrown your space uh, so so it's time to upgrade got it <laughs> so i mean we've we've talked about the digital diaspora and you know your focus on wanting to get other black artists out and their visibility but i know you have a particular passion for female afro descended artists mm -hmm. and you have some other passion points so tell us a little bit about those other things that may not necessarily have anything to do with nfts or have anything to do with crypto so just you know share with us use your platform <laughs> um yeah i mean that's always been a big part of me especially i don't i didn't like grow up with many black people around me as well i felt like kind of you know, ostracized as a black woman in particular, you know, right. hair, just feeling undesirable growing up or things like that. It's like, you know, as opposed to like, you know, being in middle school, you know, or like yeah. that sort of thing where it's like, oh, you know, why, 
why don't the other kids like me or things like that um so it's really strange uh so i mean i've always kind of like done activist work um i feel like that kind of like peaked in 2020 when i was doing like a lot of stuff um to kind of like help the protest and so i wasn't able to right. much so i kind of like did that a lot through my artwork and i would like make graphic designs um and you know looking back it's like you know you grow so I wish that I could have like done more, but I do think that like what I did, so I did do like Instagram stuff, but like from that, I, I'm not the biggest fan of it looking back, but I'm I'm happy to acknowledge that from that, I was able to do more. So like people seeing right. the, doing that a lot helped me um, like design like actual like um, protests, like flyers and things like that, that ended up like going around, um, what was it called? Like the Seattle complex and things. Right. Um, so those in spread in LA and like actual like resources. So, um, kind of just accept it as like growth. Um, and I think that like some of my works were like projected during protests and things like that. So that's always like been a focus of like trying to help like black people generally. I think that now I have a bit more of like a pessimistic view, if that makes sense, where it's like, that was not, you know, like not, not that I should have been doing more, but that like. I think that there are like different approaches that I can now take as in like doing something yeah. like real, you but, know? But, but let's be real. I, I mean, you were 16. Let's, <laughs> let's, okay. let's right. right. I mean, you, we understand you're a superhero, <laughs> but you know, yeah, sometimes no, I, I you, you have to, you have to be gentle with yourself as well. You know, I feel like you've, you're right. You're right. You've been doing a lot. You're still doing a lot. I mean, you're moving things forward. You're living you know, lifetimes ahead of your, of your age. I mean, so let me, so let me ask you a question. Is this all you or w did either of your parents kind of influence you along this journey in terms of activism? Oh, Where did you get that from? I feel like my parents have always like been very like frank with me about like how things are, especially here, you know, and like right. always here, like, yeah, I want to go back to Barbados and I know that now um, my brother's 14 so like the plan right now is that when he graduates high school that they're gonna move to Barbados <laughs> and get out of here um so they were always frank about that and I know that you know they tried to help walk me through like the things that I was going through as like a young person that you know had to deal with like not outright racism because I feel like almost that would have been more understandable but just like slights that happened every day um yeah. I think that kind of like the turning point activism wise for me was um, my mom, I don't remember exactly what year this was. I think it was like 2016 or something like that. My mom was planning to go to a Kaepernick um, protest on her own. Right. And concerned about her. It was like in front of like NFL offices or something in New York back around like when that was like a really big discuss like discuss yeah so so 2016 i i'm thinking yeah yeah 20 2016 um and i i didn't want her to go alone so i told her like i'm gonna go with you and she didn't really want me to come because she didn't know exactly how i was gonna be but i convinced her and i made us both um i made us both like posters and it was actually pretty like it was I've, I've been doing art for a very long time so it was actually pretty cool posters so a lot of people took pictures of them and, and things like that while we were there um and I think that like through that experience that kind of like 
introduced me to like first of all like using art as like a form of protest in a way yeah and also like being amongst black people that were actually doing something about yeah. this that we'd been yeah. if that makes sense um like i was like oh wait you know like other people feel this too and they're saying something about it. like i think things start to click then um yeah so you kind you kind of found a community and you know all of a sudden you weren't alone out in this world experiencing what you were experiencing yeah yeah it was like a temper community like it was like okay we went there and we left but i felt like okay you know i felt powerful to be there with my mom and actually like standing up for something um and then afterwards like i think that it kind of got me thinking especially like when the photos of me came out and like i i I regret using the word cool before, but they like were like kind of like powerful photos, like with the artwork and with me and like people were talking about like how young I was and things like that. And um, I think like, again, like it introduced me to that. And then of course, like, I wouldn't say, I'd say that my mom is definitely a lot more vocal, but they've been more like encouraging of and supportive of all the different things that I've done. And right. Like when I started getting death threats when I was doing this stuff in 2020. Um, and of course, like they were very like. Concerned. Actually, and like helping me through that, like, you know, right. it was going to happen to you because of this, this and this, like it's, you know, we'll deal with it. And they didn't like try and stop me from doing what I was doing. So that yeah. was definitely been very supportive. Well, that's dope. I mean, it sounds like you have amazing parents. Oh, I do. Um, out there talking to because <laughs> it's like even with this nft all the stuff that's been going on in the nft space like they're probably more chill than you would think like i tell them some things and they're like oh wow but like i was i was laughing today because i remember when i showed my mom the teen vogue article i had woken her up and she's like why'd you wake me up and she just rolled over i was like but it's teen vogue <laughs> <laughs> this is my dream come true <laughs> And you know, you know that that thing, but um, it's cool like seeing like today and um, when Fortune Ma magazine did the video as well, like they were able to like kind of like see the physical, like manifestations of the things that yeah. was out that way, especially during the digital diaspora as well, because they were able to meet my friends and all these people who were like, you know, gushing and it was very cute and nice. And you know, I was like, oh my god, you know, all these people are saying so many nice things, but it's cool for them to like whoa, like, Diana's been working on this thing for months in her bedroom. Yeah. And now we're here. And, and it's real. And now it's real. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Now it's real. And they got to see the artwork. And they had, like, a really good time. And, like, family came. Um, but it was, it was, like, I'm just saying, like, they they have had those, like, little moments. And it's it's nice yeah. to see kind of, like, they're like, wow. <laughs> cool. And it must, be, it must be nice for you to, like, you know, feel that pride come from them especially yeah. yeah absolutely they 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 definitely don't hide it um but it's nice to be able to pull that out of them especially like you know i'm a little goody two-shoes I'm I'm <laughs> <laughs> oh. what's what's wrong with that no nothing wrong with it it's just cute to like to see them like be happy about that stuff because like, I, I don't feel like that anymore but like before i used to feel very much like I'm doing this all for them to be like proud of me and now yeah. I, I i'm able to pull that out of myself but definitely before it was like well <laughs> this is turning into therapy <laughs> 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 oh 
I used to not be able to pull those feelings of self-pride. So I would look for that in other people. No, yeah. no. I just love my parents and I want them to like love what I'm doing too. <laughs> I mean, we, we all want our parents to love what, you know, what we're doing, you know. I mean, yeah. they're, our, they're our first point, port of call for, you know, everything. Mm -hmm. they're, they're our reference, our first reference point to the world. So I definitely get that. Yeah. So, so outside of Art Basel, outside of your documentary, what, what's next? Someone. You know, give, 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 well, <laughs> the documentary, the documentary. Um, you know, what, what's next for you coming up? Hopefully some more shows. I'm trying to work on them. I'm not, right. but like a lot of the things are, well, I definitely, you know, I definitely have a show that I'm working on coming up soon. Um, none of them have been announced, but it's like, you know, I'm starting to kind of step back into like the curation world or like looking at yeah way kind of like just you know i really love the digital diaspora and like being able to do that again hopefully before the year ends like something similar would be really cool so there's that um i announced it i announced it yesterday and um but i am doing now a project with sony which is really cool so i don't know how yeah i know <laughs> it's really cool you know I, I i wish i had it up here but yeah, like my Sony, my Sony lens up here. Um, but it, they're, they're doing like this. It's actually pretty cool. Um, so I'm glad I'm doing a job that I like. <laughs> but they are doing these like technology and creator features where they like will do mini films. Right. And so they would like travel around. The, this one that we did was like about like this man in Japan who created like this dinosaur exhibit. So there's this other um, artist and engineer that like I have a conversation with to kind of like introduce the topic like about technology and how it relates to me as an artist and things like that. And then they'll go into the film. So I guess like they, they're calling us like hosts, but it's pretty cool. So the first video came out recently uh, and it was very, you know, cool to see everybody's reactions. So, oh my God, like Dennis Ding's like, hey. um, You got to send me a link. You got to send me a link for that for sure. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, you know, I can't even watch that. Like, I, when this started, <laughs> I, I asked my partner, I was like, does this look good? And they're like, yeah. And I'm like, okay. And then I, I okay to post it. <laughs> you also know, like, what into it, like, all, like, the, yeah. like, oh, yeah, that was when they asked me to, like, nod for 15 minutes. Right. Like, yeah. yeah, I mean, I think, I, I don't think people understand, like, what goes on behind these scenes of, like, taping. <laughs> An edited, an edited show. Mm -hmm. So that's like, like when I when I started thinking about doing this show. Initially, we were gonna do a pre-recorded um, podcast and have you know a studio and that whole setup, and then COVID just would not go away, and we were like, okay, we're gonna just we, let's just start and let's just figure it out. But yeah. that's one of the reasons why I love the live version because, you know, it's just so natural. You, you just get to go with whatever happens. Yeah, yeah. I and like, you're not... Yeah. And I feel like people connect with it because it's it's authentic, you know? Yeah, it's definitely been a lot harder to adjust to doing things, you know, that are a little bit more scripted. Like, I'm getting the hang of it a little bit because of the Sony thing. I mean, it's not scripted. They Like, they we have a conversation and, like, all of the that I'm saying army, but at the same time, they're like, can you say that again, but like shorter? Yeah. I'm like, yeah. okay, wait, let me try and reword, you know, that whole big thought that I just had. Yeah, um, and, and like, and like this time, don't, don't pull on your hair. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. 
yeah, this time don't don't do that. This time don't lean back and but like say exactly what you did because that was perfect. I'm like, oh, what did I? Blank. <laughs> so it's funny, um, but I I really enjoy I actually enjoy it because again like they they brought me on because guess they saw me doing things like it and they're like yeah we just want you to say exactly the things you're doing but here <laughs> so really nice actually it must be amazing to to like feel certain things in yourself and, and like feel the power in yourself and then have other people recognize the value of that and give you opportunities to do more of that you know yeah um it's something that is or has been like i think one of my dreams kind of like being realized where you know you always kind of imagine especially growing up maybe less so now but like this idea that okay you have to be the starving artist and like if you're going to be an artist you're probably going to be broke and you know miserable because pain is art but <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's been nice to see that okay you know I can be an artist I can do all these other things I can you know I can you, can you can earn and you could you could help other people earn and, and yeah exactly I can earn money I can speak to other people I can you know I can help other people um and can also you know have conversations about the ideas that I'm already having yeah. you know so it's like I said with Sony it was so cool because they're like yeah we want you to literally like we love what you're doing already but like can you just do it here and I'm like oh yeah of course I can <laughs> and I realized it was a little bit harder but <laughs> It was a little bit harder than I originally imagined, but it's still it's still great. Yeah, I mean, I love the point that you made about you know pain, art being pain, you know. But you know, I feel like there's enough pain in the world that you know we could we could tap into. We don't need to mm -hmm. del deliberately create pain to to create art. So, and exactly. I feel like you've you've already been able to identify with other people's pain, you know, and be mm -hmm. able to do something about that. So. I mean, you. like, I'm a huge fan, just so you know, just so you know, I'm trying to make more fans for you. I, I'm uh, really, really excited to see more of what you do, you know, more of coming. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm excited. I'm, I'm waiting in the wings. I'm definitely, you, yeah, you have to do all my links. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You definitely have to send me a link so I could buy a ticket for Art Basel because um, I definitely, I yeah. definitely need to get one of that. <laughs> it might be sold out in like two seconds well we'll see i i don't know i i, I hope so i hope that i <laughs> i feel like 200 is gonna 200 tickets are gonna go like well yeah i'm gonna be hitting everybody up i'm like yay it's <laughs> <laughs> funny because um actually um like it was a few months ago but i did a test kind of like that so on founding yeah. release like a piece is like as low i pop as like possibly could like yeah. i was and they're like, no, you have to put it at point one. I released it. And I was like, all right, here's the chance. And like, people just went ham. <laughs> like, the meeting, I think there was like 10 bids in 40, 40 minutes or something like, like wild like that. And it was like cool to see that people actually like were trying really hard to get this piece and they were friends. Yeah. yeah. And this one like actually goes live and it'll be like nice to get my work in like friends' wallets and like your wallet. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, it, yeah. <laughs> because I mean, I think, you know, I mean, I don't want to jinx it, but I'm going to speak power into your future. I mean, it's for me, it feels like, you know, be, I feel like I'm having a conversation with, you know, Basquiat when he was 
early on early on in his career and then and then 20 years later being able to look back and say you know what i have one of his early pieces you know that that's kind of the, the 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 power that i see you know behind what you're doing because you're just yeah. so you're so clear on your vision for what you want to do and you know why you're here you know i i can't see it not be amazing compliment thank you yeah i try i try because i feel like if you have a path and you actually take the steps like that's simplifying like laying things out and then actually like knocking out the things that you have to do is like the most important part to actually like building a career and like a presence i guess so i tried it but that is like i'm about to hit you up in 20 years to be like am i plastic out now <laughs> listen you're gonna know because I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be trying to hit you up, and and it's gonna be like, yeah, the number you have dialed is no longer in service. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be no. like, Diana changed her number on me, man. <laughs> I'll, I'll still sneak into the crafty group somehow. For sure, for sure, under under a bootleg name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who who's Diana Winclair? <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, if 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 I ever lose contact with you, I know I'm just gonna have to follow Stefan's um, suitcase. <laughs> oh my God. yes, no, we're we're already planning our our island tour. Our, yeah, we're gonna visit. We're gonna visit Stefan, then Halik. Then we're gonna go to the. We're gonna go to Panama and visit Ix and like you know bounce around like that. But he's yeah. actually he tells me that he's thinking it probably is NFT NYC. So if you're going. You should yeah, um, that that's in early November, right? Yeah, Steve, Stephen, so my friend. You got to go. Yeah, my friend Stephen already hit me up about that because he's going to be speaking there. Oh. Um, yeah, so I'm definitely going to make some time to get out to New York that weekend. Okay, yeah. It's during For the sure. From November 1st to 4th, but definitely. Yeah. I'm like, I'm hearing that it'll maybe be like daily, like things that I that I got going on. Hopefully, like a sh like different shows and like I don't know, maybe maybe talks. I don't, I don't know about that yet, but yeah, definitely definitely come out for that. It seems like it's going to be a big event. At first, I was kind of like iffy about it. I didn't know if it was because I mean they have 300 speakers. Like, <laughs> yeah, but I mean it's it's a long it's a long period. You know, it's it's yeah. over four days. Um, and and you don't you don't want anybody speaking for an hour. You know. You know, it, that's actually true. That's actually true. But I was like thinking about it. I was like, wow. You know, I was hoping that was what's it called? Like, I was th I was getting like fire festival vibes at first because I just had no idea. I just heard <laughs> three hundred speakers in two days. And I was like, wait, this this math isn't mathing. <laughs> but then, like, as I got to like hear about more people that are actually going, actually speaking. Yeah okay, this is legit, and this is, like, a big deal. So now I'm like, NFT, I see everybody. I'm going to have to figure out how to meet, like, everybody in, like, four days. Yeah, I mean, I think I think it's it's going to be, you know, the Bitcoin.com conference of the NFT space. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I'm, I'm really excited about that. Just I to see all, all the different tech and all the different use case and all the different people in the space because, I mean, outside of the artists and the creatives, I mean, there are so many other people building technology around NFTs. So yeah. I guess that's why, you know, it's such a diverse uh, panel of speakers. Yeah, no, it'll be interesting for sure. I'm really excited. And I know that these these folks who probably are going to need me soon are um, going to be there as well. So.
Yeah, for sure. For sure, for sure. So we are we are approaching the end, you know. Um, this point, I'm going to give people the opportunity to ask you any questions or so forth and so forth. Let me just scroll back through the chat to see if there are any questions. But here's where you could shout out whoever, you know, thank whoever, people you've worked with, people you're working with currently, you know. Uh, I have many to thank, but definitely like Super Chief Gallery has been like, yeah. a lot of the stuff that we've spoken about today has been like, Ed's doing, Ed the director, <laughs> has been like Art Basel and a lot of the stuff going on at NFT NYC and like the digital diaspora was like a lot of like Ed's support. So that is like a big one. I would say like if you're in New York, check out the gallery. It's sick. And they've got so much going on like every day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely, I mean, I don't even know how I'm going to make enough time to to touch base with as many people as I'm supposed to. Because one of the crazy things, like, you know, in this crypto space is how how well connected you get really quickly, how many different opportunities you get, you know, it's, yeah. and it, for me, for me, it's kind of been surreal as well, uh, because I've gone from like zero to 100 in this space, yep. you know, really quickly, you know, just the last two days I was invited to a Caribbean cybersecurity really? symposium, you know, and I'm you know, engaging with all these different, you know, national security ministers across the Caribbean and, and, you know, people building in the space and contemplating, you know, how crypto is going to impact, you know, the cybersecurity landscape and all of that kind of thing. And it's just kind of crazy, like, a moment ago, this was not my life. And now it seems to be every yeah. single aspect of my life. So it's just, you know, it's been a crazy journey. I can empathize with that. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm seeing uh, people saying they can't wait. They can't wait to display your NFTs on their digital, um, the NFT displays. Uh, I can't see the uh, I don't know why. I don't know. I don't. I don't know why you can't see it. I don't know. I know there's an option to take things off. I don't know if you may have hit that somewhere. Scrolling down, and I only see one message like a long time ago. So I don't know. I think it like stopped reloading for me or something. Stefan Stephan is telling me, bro, we gotta talk about Jamaica's CBDC. Yeah. Well, I mean, the the, the symposium I was in was actually being hosted by the. Uh, Jamaican government, their national security ministry and the, and the OAS. So it seems like Jamaica is very, very, very um, much looking at that space. I mean, and I'm, and I'm happy to see it because for the first time, I feel like the Caribbean does not have to fall behind in this kind of technology race, you know? Yeah. We have, every, we have everything we need. Uh, Stefan is a big part of that. Shout out to Stefan. <laughs> yeah, I mean... So yeah, Stefan and I have been meaning to have a conversation for a while. We were just kind of introduced by Stephen. We said, you know, we're going to connect soon and then life keeps lifing, you know, how it goes. <laughs> but maybe I'll, maybe I'll have him on sometime soon and we could have the conversation live so everybody could, oh, you know, benefit from that conversation as well. Definitely. I, I'm yeah. seeing Karen asking, I'm late. Where can I buy her NFTs? Rarible, OpenSea, Boat? Right now, my things, my, my NFTs are on foundation. Um, coming up, I'm going to be doing uh, an NFT ticket drop for 
Art Basel um, the, at Scope. Right. That'll be on Yellow Heart. So that'll be like a different platform for me. And I also know that I'm doing a collaboration with a friend soon, which is coming out on Voice, which will have access for like credit cards, which is pretty interesting as well. Right. That's a new platform. And I also hope that I was allowed to say that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. Um, but right now it's mostly on foundation um, and probably more in the future. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I mean, thank you for saying what you just said. I mean, even if you weren't supposed to say it, you know, <laughs> breaking news here. <laughs> yeah, breaking news is coming out soon. It's, it's a really cool piece. Um, and I'm excited for it. I think it'll be interesting to see, like, how people with credit cards interact. But, you know, again. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I... If you if you say you heard it from someone else, then <laughs> yeah, for sure. So um, so I know the ENFT platform ENFT.com, which is the platform that Tory Lanez used to launch his last album. They also had uh, an interface where you could either pay with credit cards or you could pay with crypto. So I know there are quite like every other day I hear about a new um, NFT platform. You know, and they're, they're all, you know, targeted different things. They're all targeting different communities. So there's stuff out of Asia, uh, you know, there's stuff coming out of Africa, which is, you know, building crazy technology in the crypto space. True. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's exciting times. Exciting times. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. The conversations I've been having about new things man, is wild. So I'm, I'm very excited to see what new things happen. <laughs> yeah. Well, let me not keep you any longer. I thank you very much for sticking around with me. Thank you. Beyond Adam. beyond the initial time. I hope I hope to have you back sometime soon. Yeah. Maybe we'll have a we'll have a quick touch base, a quick live call when I'm in NYC Ooh. for NFT NYC. Yeah. You know? Yeah, exactly. Come to one of the hopefully many shows that are going on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely I'm gonna I'm gonna come and watch you talk, I'm gonna watch Stefan talk, and I'm gonna watch Steven talk. I mean, I don't know. I don't know about the next three hundred and forty-seven people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you wanna, um, you wanna plug your socials. You wanna plug anything at this point? Sure. I mean, the best place to find me definitely on Twitter at um, Diana E Sinclair. Um, I don't use my Instagram as much. But you can definitely write to me on there. It just may take a little bit longer. Uh, and yeah, my website is dianasinclair.com. Very, very easy to remember. <laughs> yeah, once they remember your name, not Diana Winclair, right? No, no. You, you, you made an interesting comment earlier that you don't really use WhatsApp that much. So, so what, what, what messaging app do you use? iMessage, Twitter? Yeah, no, I use iMessage. The problem with that is that. The problem with most apps is that, like, if I see a message and I open it by accident, but I'm not ready to answer, then I miss the notification. <laughs> so, that have had to suffer that for me. <laughs> but, yeah, I'll go back a week later. Oh, my God. You know, because the notification. But, yeah, I message, I message too. That works. Okay, <laughs> cool. But nobody needs to be hitting up your phone, right? For sure. So, Twitter, so yeah. Twitter it is Diana E. Sinclair or you know you could email her on her website yes Diana it was a pleasure having you I look forward to seeing so much more from you I look forward to meeting you in person soon 
Yeah. Thank you for blessing Crypto and Coke with your presence. <laughs> Young Diana Basquiat. <laughs> I like that one. Maybe I'll use that name. <laughs> yes, sir. So, guys, as always, thank you guys for coming out. Um, as always, the show will be put up on IGTV so you guys could send it out, you know, for those who missed it, for your friends who missed it, Diana, you could send it to them. As always, stay safe, be blessed. Alrighty. We'll see ya.